Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll and on with the show. Hello and welcome to the second half of Short Bus Debate Club, the tax edition. Um, I don't know why my levels suck, but apparently I need to speak into the microphone. So, I'm Brian Courtney. I'm Darren Jolly. Not to be confused with Giuseppe Petri from uh, Untouchables, which we'll talk about this weekend. Um, Yeah, so... um, yeah, when we closed out the last one, we were talking about taxation without representation. And I guess the question I was asking is, you know, do these people truly represent us? And and I don't think so. And that goes for all of the levels from, you know, the city, municipal level, county, state, all the way up to that 82-year-old Joe Biden. So, at the tender young age of 82, this week, I think it was on Wednesday, uh, our president, President Biden, announced that he was going to run for a second term. Uh, It was a recorded announcement. It wasn't something that he did in front of the press so that he could field questions. This is becoming a very typical way uh, of things like because every time he's talking in front of the press right now, the only time that he opens his mouth is to change his fucking feet, right? And he just says the stupidest shit all the time, right? But uh, in the midst of all of the hubbub inside the Democratic Party, in relation to, especially in the context of what you're trying to ask right now, uh, Marianne Williamson announced a candidacy. And also Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, announced a candidacy. Oh, well, I know for sure he represents that of the people. I mean, he's probably gone to the grocery store every time he needed food. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic he's, or not? He's had a solid job. You know, I mean, he, he had to work every day for all of his life. I, I think that Brian's being a slave. Right <laughs> but in the context of young Joseph Biden... You know, nobody is acknowledging inside of the DNC or the Democratic Party at all at this point in time that there are any people that are challenging him. It looks as if they're going to do everything they can to try to not allow access to primary inquisitions with regards to uh, the the presidency, despite the fact that before Biden, I think that uh, Ronald Reagan was the oldest president that we had. Um, I think he was 77, 78 or something like that, uh, when he went through his last, uh, term, uh, the dude's 80 fucking two years old. They will not allow him to go in front of the media. Like I said, when I say that, I wish I was just joking. Every time he says something, he says some, some, I mean, you just go pull up sound bites. I'm not gonna like beat a dead horse because that's what the motherfucker is. He's a dead fucking horse. And the person that's going to be the vice president who is going to inherit the fucking throne if this motherfucker dies is uh, 
douchebag lady with the, I, I don't even remember her name because she's she like his yeah, like Kamala Camp, Kamala Harris yeah. yeah she gets less press coverage than he does and that's insanity when you're talking about a president and a vice president of the United States so if he dies she's fucking heir to the throne you know are you gonna move somebody else in her spot like fucking Pete Buttigieg I mean the guy that couldn't even handle being the fucking head of fucking transportation dude I wonder and and this doesn't have shit to do with taxes but I'm just wondering. Because it does have to do with our representation. Like, so he's 82 years old, right? Well, there was this movie. Can't remember what the fuck it was. Oh, uh, Dave. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, uh, so dude had a heart attack when he was banging that girl. And then they had to find, they were like, we can't, we can't let the VP, you know, get the presidency. That was Ben Kingsley was playing the, the VP's role. Yeah. Um, so maybe instead of having to find a lookalike because of all of the technology we have, maybe he's already dead and he's just doing like Zoom interviews and shit with people so that they like he's doing a Zoom call with Putin and it's just fucking like AI. And... He's like the Biden chat GPT. That was what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that would be tantamount to about the same thing that you'd get out of the real one. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that you probably might be onto something here. He is the Dave, but artificial intelligence Dave. Just some weird puppet. And it's probably a lot easier to control him for the DNC if. It's just computer programming. Yeah, they can just if, type what they want him to say. What if artificial intelligence fucking Biden like figures out, you know, becomes aware of what's going on and then starts fucking like Robocop and like a motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, it, it really the real real concern will be like the Terminator space, but I, I wouldn't put it past the world that we're heading into right now. I mean, this couldn't, if I if I was going to say this couldn't be any more dystopian if, if it tried... I know that, like, if artificial intelligence fully took control of the U.S. government and was really the people that was printing out the fucking dollars that were going around to everybody, asking for more tax, we'd Dude, be up Ship Creek without a paddle. I always talk about, you know, how cool it is to have this technology because you can fucking work from anywhere. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I was working in the park. You know, I mean, you really can work from anywhere. But I think... Again, because he is our representative, I think we need to see him. I, I think he does need to have a press conference, and he should walk to Marine One and, you know, see him get in his limo and whatever. Um, but that's, I was just kind of fucking around when I said he might be dead already but he really could be dead already so, but to extend on the those people that are that have announced that they're running on the democrat side so like one of the most recent polls uh rfk um he got 19 percent, and marion williamson got nine percent 20 percent you know collective that's nearly a third of the fucking that's solid yeah i mean at, at this point it's very important that people and I'm going to tell you all what to do now. I don't generally try to do that. But, and, you know, I don't love the voting side of things. But we, we like, as a tactic, there needs to be a full full court press from the, the people saying, 
something needs to happen. You know, I mean, there was a there were other polls that came out ancillary to that that said that 72% of the people um, that were registered Democrats did not want Biden to run again. That they didn't trust him. They didn't think they had the mental capabilities because there were all those little why why not you know and those yeah. are all sort of the things that they're saying that he just doesn't have the mental wherewithal to to handle the situation. So, I mean. We they've been giving us false choices for a long time, which is what your Democrat sort of like argument has made ad nauseum for a veritable eternity. Um, but I do think that uh, if ever there were a time for people to come forward and say, you know, if we're actually going to pretend that this is sort of like a republic and that we elect people that represent us, then that needs to ha- be a little bit more of a proactive position than it has historically been uh, conveyed to us through the options that you've put in front of us as far as real candidates for fucking 40, 50 years now. For well over half my life, yeah. that Demopublican thing. So not quite an eternity, but close. I mean, like it's been eternity. a long fucking yeah. time. Yeah, dude, when I start talking, I can see why it would be an eternity. Um, <laughs> so, Whatever do you mean. <laughs> so, you know, I mean... And this does have to do with taxes because this is part of the budget. So our congressmen make one hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars a year. Biden makes four hundred thousand dollars a year. Now, when he leaves office, as of today, I think he's only going to make two hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars a year, or two. Oh, sorry, two twenty-six. Um, but. The good news is he'll be dying soon, so we don't have to pay him for a really long time. Um, I like the way that you say that so matter of fact. I mean, it, it, I would have said it the same way, but the relative darkness of that comment is pretty brutal. Um, but that, so yes, obviously our representatives are paid by the taxpayers, and so our money goes to pay these guys, which again is the representation part. So. Obviously, we can only vote for the people. Well, that's not true. You can do write-in votes and and shit like that. Of course, that really is probably throwing a vote away. But maybe not. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I I'm just the believer that you, you know you like. maybe it makes them think. Well, why is this motherfucker writing in for? I don't know, Peyton Manning, um, or, or Herschel Walker. Um, <clears throat> why, why? Well, that would be a tough write-in, the old Herschel Walker write-in. Yeah, <clears throat> but I get your point. at least they, they would have an idea that maybe these people don't truly represent them. And I was kind of joking about the, the grocery store thing and the working everyday thing and Whatever, because obviously, as a Kennedy, he didn't do any of that stuff. Not a lot of, not a lot of suffering for the Kennedy. I mean, if, right. if, unless you go into politics. If you go into politics, you're going to suffer with a bullet, you know? Unless you're Ted. Well, and he killed that lady, too. Well, I mean, he got drunk and drove off the fucking cliff or something like that. I, mean, I can't remember exactly what the circumstances were. <laughs> Somebody paid for his stupidity. <laughs> If we're going to go dark, dude, we might as well go all the way, you know. <laughs> Why do you like Batman, you know? Because Batman was the anti-hero that had the darkness. You know? 
Um, so we uh, we definitely need to find people that are more us than them. And, and a lot of the argument is that, well, you're not going to find anybody educated. You're not going to find anybody intelligent. You're not going to find these people. And to say that, well, lack of education, maybe, because depending on where they are within the the socioeconomic spectrum. Sure, that was the word I was thinking of, yeah. Um, they may not have been able to pay for college or whatever, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not intelligent and definitely not as intelligent as some of our representatives. I mean, I'm pretty sure we could go and fucking throw a rock and hit a homeless person that's as intelligent as some of these people. I think I, I, you would not ever get an argument from me against that comment, ever. And then what would you do a write-in for Bob the Hobo who got hit with a rock? <laughs> so this is my concern about the the so whole sort of taxation without representation argument. That you're, of course, I would much rather have somebody who represented normal people more. You know, I mean, that's part of the reason why I like Bernie. I thought he was interesting. I mean, he, he was clearly a sellout at the end. He was a sellout at the beginning, actually, too, because after uh, the Podesta emails came out and uh, they clearly demonstrated the ways that Hillary Clinton's camp had totally undermined and like criminally fucking silenced his position in 2016. Uh, he still endorsed the bitch. Um, in, 20, in 2020, uh, after he lost South Carolina and the fucking, uh, everything got shitty because of COVID, uh, he dropped out of the race because he didn't want any more uh, back and forth and uh, gave up a position to Biden. And then again, this time around, he said, if Biden decides to run, he says, I will endorse him. I will not go against him. Uh, but he still did, at least when he talked, there were a lot more people that felt a much greater organic connection to him than they have for any main mainstream political actor in a long time. Now, somebody could say that Trump was, he, he uh, represented a certain set of people's interests in the way that he talked about as sort of like right-wing populism. Um, but this, this gets to where my concern is. So he ends up being the president. When he's the president, the immediate ways in which, so like one of the things I've said like three or four times in previous episodes is the way that uh, uh, Clinton, uh, so Bush one, Clinton, Bush two, uh, Obama's wife, uh, they all came out and said, we cannot elect this guy. So these people that hated each other for, you know, which was bullshit. They didn't hate each other. They were basically two sides of the same coin. Like the total crystallization of the uh, the Demopublican like concept that you've talked about a bunch. Um, but immediately he was under attack from the deep state. Like uh, all of the intelligence community was just fucking. I mean the 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 Russiagate, the Steele dossier, all the stuff that was disproven like entirely, which essentially neutralized the first fucking you know, 700 days of his presidency. Like, he wasn't able to think about anything. I mean, and then they fucking impeach him over the fucking Ukraine shit because there was a very clear long-term strategy that was tied to the military-industrial complex that, you know, you, 
you can say this is conspiracy or not, but and hindsight's twenty twenty. But the fact of the matter is, there was clearly a uh, momentum and inertia that was driving things in a specific direction. And when uh, Trump tried to deviate from that space, uh, they totally came after him. So like, so like, say for instance, uh, because like you said, Robert Kennedy Jr. probably not organically linked to normal people, but. Um, the other lady I said, what was her fucking name? Uh, the writer who's uh, the other Democratic candidate. Uh, I literally just, just said her name. Marianne, Marianne Williamson. Okay, so uh, she actually, the way that she talks, connects her to regular people in a lot. And definitely regular people in the generation younger than us. It's like she's a TikTok star. Like she gets a fucking million hits every time she does something on TikTok. She talks about student loan forgiveness. She talks about... You know, trying to create conditions so that regular people can have like access to owning houses, uh, many like uh, healthcare for everybody, all of these normal talking points that connect her to normal people. What would happen if she was elected? I mean, it's clear that the same thing that happened to Trump would happen to her. Anybody that organically links to normal people is going to get upended by the establishment because they're threatening that inertia, that dialectic is trying to drive a specific logic in a very specific direction. Well, and but see, that's the thing, is that any of these people can say whatever they want when they're on the stump. You know, and a lot of it will connect to people. And I know that I've said this a couple of different times in previous episodes. When Bernie was running in 2016, I sent him a fucking email and asked him how he was going to accomplish any of those things. And all I got was a form letter back that said, thanks for writing us. You know, I I don't care if you don't have the answer, but don't tell me you're going to do it if you can't. And, And that's the thing. But when I'm talking about connection to us, I'm saying, you know, maybe you did grow up in the middle class. Um, you you have been to a grocery store because that I I've talked about that Doc Oz thing too. You know, when he went to the grocery store and he was like, "I can go to the grocery store for <laughs> only this much money," and he's grabbing all of this fucking shit and like, right, and no person who is, is raising a family, is going to grab any of the stuff that, that he grabbed um, to but make dinner. Not, you're really not saying that that Bernie's like Dr. Oz, though. I mean, he... No, 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 that isn't what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that Doc Oz obviously is fucking no way out there. Yeah. No connection. Bernie may have a connection, but he was doing stuff the politicians do and so is every everybody every other person is going to try to run for president yeah and that's what i was going to say is that look i understand when you start running you're a politician regardless of what you did before if if you were a plumber and you started running then at that point you're a politician at least on some level but you're not a politician on the level where or not necessarily where you're making promises that you can't keep. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna run, you're gonna you're gonna have a platform. You know, I mean, I think that your question for Bernie is fine. I think that he has to at least sow the seeds of possibility into people's minds. And I think that anybody else that's going to, I mean, 
Trump, you know, was, I mean, he, we're going to, we're going to return all these, uh, industrial jobs back to the United States and make them, I mean, these were things that were just not feasible, not on any meaningful level. You can't, you can't re, uh, construct the working class in the United States so it's competitive and you can't force corporations back to the United States. I mean, you can create trade barriers, you can create tariff positions, you can create penalties. Well, and that was the problem that I had with Mitt Romney. Yeah, so when those things, but Mitt Romney was still, he was like, as much as I don't like Trump, every now and again, Trump says something that's really pretty smart. Like it really throws me off sometimes. There was somebody, somebody I was listening to somebody the other day, uh, fucking made me laugh my ass off. Um, it was uh, Christian Parenti. Um, on uh, counterpoints, the breaking points day where Crystal and Sagar are off, and uh, um, these other two uh, guys are on there, Ryan and uh, Emily, and uh, they're talking to this guy, and he says, he says Trump, he says, despite the fact that he's a totally disgusting human being, he's kind of a fucking idiot savant where he like literally knows which way the wind is blowing when it comes to popular thoughts and popular opinions. Like he did say and do certain things in some moments, like. When they talked about in the aftermath of Silicon Valley Bank, uh, he went and talked about the way that they they bought all these bomb positions that when the uh, interest rates started rising up, that was going to cripple them and handicap them to where they couldn't unload their position in relation to it. It was going to fuck them financially in the long run. And uh, no politician was talking about the specifics of why they fucked up. Uh, but he's kind of an, an interesting case of that. Uh, but in that space, whether it's Bernie whether it's him, whether it's anybody, whether Andrew Romanoff, when he was trying to win that Senate seat and they, and Hickenlooper came in from the side and they fucking basically pushed him out. Uh, anybody that's trying to uh, imagine a way forward, forward sort of like in scare quotes, because uh, history is being constructed right now. It's not something that's happening organically through human beings that are electing representatives and the representatives reflect the, you know, the interests of those people. And then things sort of start generating, um, in that sort of like a reflective space where they're, we're talking to them, they're, they're, they're doing what we ask them to do. Uh, there's tension, you know, and then we keep revolutionizing that moment to where there's a reflexive relationship between what we want, what it is that they're doing and what they're saying and how they're presenting it. Um, I just, I can't hate on, um, despite the fact that, and of course, like, you don't have Congress, you know, the Supreme Court is hyper fucking conservative right now. There's no way that you're going to be able to, and, and, uh, I just fucking can't, I can't remember her name again. The, the lady I was just talking about. the Marianne Williamson. Marianne Williamson. Yeah. Like she's saying a lot of the same things that Bernie was saying back then, but in an even more caustic and direct way, but there's no way that she can execute any of those things. But I'd much rather be for someone that's at least talking about the things that we have to, like the practical question is so far separated from what we need to envision as a possibility that I'm going to go with the person that's dreaming big and we know is going to get fucked over at this point in time. I'm not going to go with RFK, you know, I mean, he's, again, he's from a family of politicians, you know, I mean, everybody talks shit about him because he was a, a vaccine skeptic. I mean, he makes this argument about how, uh, people that have taken the vaccine there there's a link between vaccine vaccines and autism and uh, we need some more science on that before we can you shared a cab with elaine on seinfeld no that was uh that was that was john john oh yeah okay that was jfk jr okay i knew it was one of them 
but either way. So I'm gonna I, I yammered for quite a while there. I'm gonna stop yammering. No, it's it's fine. I understand what you're saying. Um, and I know I know that you can't make everyone happy. And when I say that, I'm talking about not only the citizenry, but I'm also talking about those guys that you were talking about. Like, you've got to keep the intelligence community happy, or the military community, or corporate America, or, you know, hopefully the largest segment of each one of those groups. Um, I know you can't keep everybody happy. All... I'm looking for in my fucking optimism and, you know, positive vibes is someone who is honest. I can't even hear you forthright. say positive vibes <laughs> about the political state of the world and take anything that you're saying seriously. Well, I kind of used it as a joke because there is not a fucking snowball's chance in hell I would ever vote for Marianne Williamson because she's a self-help author. Um, and she's from Texas, which really? that's two strikes against her, as far and as I'm concerned. If she gets one more, she's going to go to jail for the rest of her life. <laughs> so, there's no way I would vote for it. But, I just looked it up because I wanted to double check. And, you know, there probably are a lot more millionaires these days. But again... The millionaires don't represent the majority of the population. And she is a millionaire. So I know. All, 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 everything's, everything's not cut from the same cloth. She's not the same as the Bushes and the fucking Cheneys. She's not the same as fucking the Kennedys. And she's certainly not the same as the Clintons. I didn't say she was. All I'm saying, I was just pointing out a fact. Bernie's a millionaire. He wasn't a, he wasn't a millionaire before that book came out, though. You said the same thing about Obama. Um, uh, I, I I would never a long time ago. Okay, that that really not on, on yeah, not on the 20, show. Give me give me fourteen years. Not 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 any time in the last two or three years, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, not ever in the last two or three years. Fuck that. So when did Bernie become a millionaire? Then he hit a book that came out and sold tons and tons of copies. He made a bunch of scratch off the book. He's got a couple of houses now. So oh fuck. Well, then I definitely can't vote for him. He doesn't represent me. Um, no, that's fine. I, I, I don't really care. I I don't, like I said, I don't care what they say on the stump. Do you want to vote for Joe the Plumber then? Is that what you... No, because, again, that was stump speech. I mean... I mean figurative Joe the Plumber. I don't mean literal Joe the Plumber. It depends on what figurative Joe the Plumber... I, I mean, because... If we could figure out a way to find someone that actually did represent the majority of the people, then yes. And, and I know, again, you can't make everybody happy because some people are worried about the environment. Some people are worried about student loans. Some people are worried about taxes. Some people are worried about Social Security. There are a fucking shitload of people these days that are worried about Social Security. Um so I, I don't know, honestly, I don't even know what the fucking majority of the people look like. Um, Can I circle the question back around, though? So, like, your 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 big critique of Bernie was that it, it, what he wanted was impractical. There was no way that he was going to be able to execute anything like that. I mean, 
No, you, when the, you said, okay. I just ahead. want to clarify real okay. quick. Okay. The critique wasn't that he wanted to do those things. I think that that's great. And I think the majority of the stuff on his list, a lot of people, maybe even the majority of people wanted to be done. Okay. But I don't like it when somebody says, I'm going to get this done. When, for the most part, he didn't have the power to do a lot of what he was saying. He had to get Congress involved and but let's, things like that. Let's be fair, all right? Okay, you, you were making an argument a minute, a little bit after that, where you were saying you can't please all the people all the time, right? Yeah. Okay, so if you're going to play a game, right, where you're trying to get people excited at the possibility of a future where everybody sort of benefits from it, right? But you understand that the structure of the system is so embedded that in, in such a way that it's impossible in the way that the system is constructed right now for anybody to have a space like that. Then you have to play a game where you're making these very specific rhetorical spaces. He, he like you have to get people excited you have to get people committed and you have to get people committed to knowing that if you're going to do it there's going to be a certain amount of conflict that's going to come out of it from the deep state from from these individuals you're if you want to change the system in the way that you're talking about it right now you're going to excite a certain group of people and you're going to piss off everybody that's inside the institution absolutely and unequivocally so whether it's Bernie saying it in a certain way or, or uh, Ron, you know, Rand Paul, you know, um, you're upsetting that the reason why they went after fucking uh, Trump full bore, and this is the reason why they had Christian Prenti. So he wrote this article, article, I can't remember, I can't remember what it was in, um, but Vox had a response to him immediately. And they said, uh, and he's talking about Trump and how Trump, he represented a threat to the military-industrial complex in a way that nobody else had threatened it since Kennedy, to be perfectly honest with you. And uh, the way that that played out, and that and so like a lot of people came after him and they said, well, he did all these things. He, and parentheses, he said, I never said that he was not a sort of like hawkish. I mean, he fucking, he bombed Soleimani and killed, you know, execute, you know, like fucking killed the motherfucker in cold blood uh, without, you know, any trial or you know jury or anything like that uh he, he bombed around several times there were drones that weren't going in and bombing syria he was not uh he wasn't a dove he was still doing things that were like very uh heavy-handed but at the same time he was de-escalating the conflict with russia like clearly um doesn't mean that he was a fucking russian plant or a russian fucking uh agent but he was not pushing the Ukraine-Russia dialectic in the direction that clearly they had been pushing it for several years leading up to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Um, and that was a guy who was a billionaire who actually had real power, uh, but he still was upsetting that that dialectic that had been, that false dialectic that had been constructed by those people that were in power like the like the clintons and the bushes and you know the the obamas had helped to facilitate the construction of 
so I guess my point is, at the end of the day, you're gonna have to make some. You're gonna have to make some promises that the only way that they're ever gonna be fulfilled is through escalating the level of conflict from on on behalf of the citizenry. And I don't think that Bernie was the right person to do that. The way that he became so wishy-washy and he fucking backpedaled and then, you know, became an apologist for the Biden position, literally endorsing fucking Hillary. But I don't think that you're going to get into that spot where you're going to create the uh, space to become a representative, a true, you know, representative of the people without creating that image of what, what's possible, even though the system is not going to allow you to do that and coming forward with your fucking elbow. No, I, I get it. And I know that, that these guys, gals, non-binaries. non-binaries that are running for office have to get people excited. I, I know that that's part of it. I mean, part of getting elected is marketing. But I just think that there is a way to do marketing where you might be able to do both, where you can be honest and get people excited. But maybe I'm, again, just looking through rose-colored glasses. I don't know. But honestly, that's what I'm looking for, is that person that says, you know what? I know life sucks. I know that a fucking dozen eggs cost almost $6 now. I'm not going to tell you that we're going to raise the minimum wage again because that isn't going to do anyone any good. Yeah, because that just that, that perpetuates the cycle to where the yeah. What I'm what going to do is figure out a way to get you a better job so that you can afford a dozen eggs. That's all I'm saying. I mean, there are ways to form things to where maybe it's exciting and honest. I'm how, not. How are you going to be able to control like a person's ability to? I mean, the, the inflation beast that's played its way out over the course of the last two years. I mean, it's corporate fucking gouging. I mean, it's not for. Well, any, I was I was else. using as, a, as an example. I don't know how I would fix the problem. I'm just saying. But you're saying you're going to be honest. I don't know how you can say that you're going to be honest about it. Like getting a person a job that allows them to. I mean, I, I, I just I think that you're I think you're picking. No, I'm not. I want them to be honest. That's what I'm saying. I don't give a fuck what they say as long as they're telling me the truth. And there is a way to get them ex- to get people excited and tell the truth. At least I would think there is. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I, I don't. I, I think that, I don't think that in that instance, I don't want to get into a big thing, because like I said, like he was wishy-washy. You know, he backed I'm up not, his position. I'm not just talking about Bernie. But I'm talking about any of who, them. Who can, be, who can be honest about the way that you're going to construct change when you're dealing with a Leviathan like nothing we've ever seen before in terms of how power reproduces itself? Well, maybe that's part of the fucking problem where they need to be honest on the stump. But then, you know, then there's the problem where the GOP or the DNC isn't going to back them. 
because their fucking honesty is too much. It would have to come through. A, that, that would be interesting. If you could do something like that where it came through a different avenue where you're totally, but then you don't have, because you can't get yourself on uh, ballots unless you do things a certain way. You know, I mean, it's, God, it's a fucking, and I mean, that's why I'm so cynical about elections in the first place. Well, I, I wasn't saying that it was going to be easy. And I'm not saying that that's what everyone else is looking for, because clearly they're not. I mean, I've heard people say, well, I know he's lying, but he's the best candidate. He, or he's, I hate him, but I think he'll be Trump, you know, or some something stupid like that. Yeah, and that is just... Uh, it's, hor it's horrible, and we're, we're literally recycling this, because this, DeSantis is not going to win the nomination on the Republican side. I mean, Trump's going to win the nomination on the Republican side. That's almost a foregone conclusion. The DNC is going to do everything they can in their power to make sure nobody else can occupy that, that space, which means that we're going to be probably just doing 2020 all over again, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm not saying that I have the answers. I'm just saying, and, dude, really, the majority of people probably are not looking for honesty. But there are several things that I would think the majority of people are looking for. And again, you know, I hit several of them, you know, the environment, Social Security, taxes, um, jobs, fucking minimum wage, whatever, Russia, Ukraine, any of them. Um, what do you think people want with taxes? I mean, just to kind of come back. Well, I was mainly thinking about. They want lower tax, taxes. Tax we want to pay tax less taxes, tax, fewer taxes. Um, we, I mean, personally, what I want is corporations to pay taxes. I want CEOs, CFOs, and these fucking huge C-level execs to actually pay an income tax instead of doing that fucked up shit that a lot of them are doing where... You know, they take a salary of a dollar, but then get a fucking open line of credit on their stock their options. Stock options. Yeah. Yeah. So technically it's not a salary. So they pay an income tax on their salary of a dollar. Yeah. And more than likely, knowing these cocksuckers, they probably do all kinds of deductions. So they end up paying like three cents. Right. So, but I mean, the corporate tax, those things that, that Biden was talking about on his, you know, when he released that, what was it, in January? What The thing that I was laughing about, and I could probably pull it up again, but it was talking about the corporate tax and how, you know, corporate taxes were going to increase. And then it said, unless... This, this, and this happened, and I was thinking, well, you know, Amazon, there's going to increase. But then I looked at the this, this, and this, and it yeah. said, in case, unless you were the manufacturer, unless you're the distributor, unless you're all of this stuff. It's well, like the marijuana felony bill. They own, Nothing. right, they own all of these companies that do manufacturing and distribution and all of this other shit. So the increase didn't affect Amazon, and you can bet that if it didn't affect Amazon, there are other companies that it didn't affect. So, well, essentially, the corporate tax stayed the same. Since they were the ones, they sent it to their lawyers, they sent it over to the lawyers of Amazon to read over before they voted for 
make sure that everything was written right, and Amazon would not have to pay anything. Right. And any, like you said, anybody else that was in that corporate position. So, yeah. Anybody that doesn't be successful in relation to that is going to catch a bullet. But there are, I mean, with taxes. So, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that it's a, a fucked up situation, taxes, right? But, so it was... 2011, I think, my boss at the time saw that he was going to have to pay a bunch of taxes, and he didn't want to pay a bunch of taxes, so he went and bought a fucking airplane, and buying an airplane made it to where he didn't have to pay as many taxes. Motherfucker, if you've got enough money to go and buy an airplane, just fucking chunk down your 10% or 5% or whatever the fuck it would be. I mean, seriously. Again, I don't have a problem paying taxes. I just wish that they would work on budgets. I also wish that everybody paid their fair share. And people that are buying airplanes or getting lines of credit on their stock options or whatever loophole they're using, they're not paying their fair share. So that's all. I mean, buy a plane to get out of paying taxes. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Yeah, he's, 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 he's flying his plane, reading the fucking Atlas Shrugged in one hand and the Fountainhead in the other. And uh, the virtue of uh, selfishness sitting on his brick. Yeah. But he's definitely not reading The Giving Tree. And not that The Giving Tree is a book that I like, but... But it, it teaches the lesson that you're talking about. I'm picking up... I'm reading your mail. I hear you clucking, big chicken. You want to know, we had a Shel Silverstein stamp that came out uh, last year. And I was only allowed to order them once. And they sold out. Was kind of and it had a picture from the giving tree on the on the stamp it was cool i wow. just wish they wouldn't have sold out so quick because that was something that like uh for our age group you know like i like so, where the sidewalk yeah ends. where the sidewalk ends light in the attic i mean that was our fucking childhood you know i yeah. like shell silverstein shell silverstein was all right nobody i'm sure somebody will find something about him that's wrong and say that he's like an anti-semite or homophobic or has some problem with trans people or something like that and they'll fucking end up starting to burn his books and the you know or at least ban them ban them ban them burn them yeah so the burning thing wouldn't surprise me though that's the, that's the you know you got you get one group burning one batch over there you got that group burning that batch over here and the motherfuckers in the middle are counting their fucking money because they keep selling the ones to those ones to burn and selling the ones to those ones to burn. There was a movie. I can't remember what the hell it was, but it made me laugh because some girl was trying to impress this guy and this guy was talking about how they were going to get together and burn um, CDs and albums um, because of you know, offensive lyrics and whatever. Well, she didn't own any albums or tapes or anything else. And 
she went to the store and bought a bunch of stuff so that so she could, could go and burn them at this this party. But the funny thing was, actually, now that I think about it, is when he said we're having a CD burning party, he meant burning it to digital, uh-huh. not actually burning, <laughs> burning it. So she spent a bunch of money for no reason. Well, hopefully she didn't unwrap it. I guess I didn't like it that much because otherwise I would remember what it was. That is kind of funny, though. That, that goes to show the mental capabilities of the humans or the aliens that we have to negotiate on the daily. Yeah. Um, you do still need... Why don't you move that book over that way so that you could have your mic there? I'm because, right on it, bitch. Well, I keep losing you. That's because I get, I get, I get very soft-spoken. Okay. So, where are we at? Uh, we are at about 45 minutes. Shit, man. I yeah. We I'm sorry to disappoint you. Well, it was probably because, like I said, when I start talking, it's, you know, an eternity. Um, to cover your fucking over-under, though, I will say. You've, you've done good. <laughs> I think we're only at three right now. Don't, don't doubt yourself. You can- I know that a household budget is not the same as a government's budget. You know, he's just fucking trying to bait me now. Um, but I mean, well, so there again are some serious issues with taxes, but I mean, the buying the plane thing, I'm sure bothers you just as much as it does me. Well, my, my biggest concern in relation to that is, is, is like what you're talking about, the structure, like where corporations who we identify as people now for, you know, some Citizen United who are not fucking people, although there was a, whatever, I don't want to get into fucking Supreme Court. Well, so. remember, though, that we've been doing it for a while. That was, that was what I was going to say. Way there back in the 1800s. 1800s. Yeah, they, yeah. That, that ruling was like 1880-something, where, where it first came down, I think. Uh, I'll have to go find that. i got a book on it somewhere, but... Uh, When the game is something that we're just sort of caught inside of, like part of the reason why like taxes create a very directional logic where it affects us all in a very specific way when we're struggling just to make it from day to day. Um, but the people that are doing that sort of stuff, the Bezoses and the, uh, the dipshit for fucking uh, Microsoft and Paul Allen. Bill Gates. Uh, yeah, all those motherfuckers. Yeah. Paul Allen. Um, it's almost like so. There's this new new bill that they're passing, or it got passed. I'm not sure where it's at, but uh, people that have a lower credit score somehow or another, and I need to look at the specifics. If I don't understand, but they have the ability to purchase a house at a lower interest rate than people that have a higher credit score because of discrimination against poor people somehow or another. This is being structured. Um, that is not being structured that way to affect the people that are like, like, like the big mortgage that are buying houses, buying up Washington DC, buying up, you know, houses here, buying up, creating a permanent renter class because they buy everything in cash, like outright, um, people that have tons and tons of money, there'll be a loophole into where if you buy it under a shell company, 
you know, as an investment property, uh, then you can buy it at, you know, the, the APR, you know, the, the best rate, you know, in that moment. So all that does essentially is creates a battle between people that are uh, like an inch up on the scale and the people that are a half an inch on the scale. But the people that are like a foot, they're not even because they have other incentives and other ways to, to get their, their properties purchased. So uh, the manager at my station the other day, he was, he was like, you know, this is just like what happened in 2008 where uh, poor minority populations are getting uh, more house than they should be getting into in the first place. And I was like, and he, yeah. So he's been, he's been listening to this dude named Ben Shapiro who makes these arguments uh, on the right that try to get us to focus on that one little fucking yeah, us two fighting, sentences yeah, people, yeah, and people, the people that are that are like middle and lower middle class fighting with people who are poor and that's that's so we're distracted from the structure to where the fight is really happening at where i mean it's no different than than the tax code right i mean if i can afford to have tax lawyers or have afford to have a, a cpa that i pay you know, $14,000 a year because they're making sure that I can save the extra $3 million instead of paying, you know, uh, $360,000 in taxes or whatever. Um, we're looking at each other. We're not looking at them. You know, they, they, they have the uh, 87,000 IRS agents that uh, there was a bill two, two years ago that came out. Those guys aren't going to be fucking auditing Jeff Bezos. They're going to be auditing you and me, you know. Um, if if that original uh, big uh, bill, the one where the three hundred dollars, if you have a three hundred dollar transaction, I'm so glad that one didn't fucking go through. And and that was that was stuff that was going to provide a bunch of that was going to provide uh, pre K uh, education. It was going to pr provide uh, uh, tax cuts for uh, people to be or for for mothers that have uh, kids that need to go into childcare so that they can work. It was gonna provide all these things, but there was gonna be any financial transaction you have at $300 or over, that was gonna be reported to the IRS. I mean, everything is just this space where those of us that occupy the lower runs are totally fucking gonna, there's a totalitarian position. It's not fascist, it's straight, like observing everything we fucking do. Yeah. And if we deviate from that, we get fucking punished, but these assholes, the, 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 you know, the pedants and the plebs, not, not so much, but the fucking aristocracy, the fucking nobility, they're going to continue. Cause this is, I mean, it's so funny. Like people worship the United States as if we deviated from what it was that the, the monarchy was doing. But the more we look at this, the more that, uh, the, the transnational capitalist class codifies their position on a global level, turning into quite possibly a global capitalist class. Uh, we're not even functioning on the same playing board that they are. We're just fighting with each other, and that's what we look at. Like I, I wanted to, to I, I could hear when my boss was explaining to me this. It's, and I mean, he's just listening to what Ben Shapiro is telling him to think. It's no different than if you're listening, to, watching Fox News or MSNBC. Just or mimicking CNN. everything. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a fucking Mockingjay. Yeah, or a uh, what, what's a, you know. Bah, 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 bah. Tell me what to say. Whatever you say. Like the, Afri the African grace, you know, like yeah. where you just say what it is that they say. 
Yeah, parroting. Yes, that's that's the word that I was looking for. Yes, parroting. Um, yeah, dude. I. Yeah, there were a lot of things you said right there that kind of made me want to start just ranting and raving. Um. So just real quick, going back to to taxes because we can cover that fucking $300 thing that didn't pass and all of the shit that was built into there that would have been good for the country. But, you know, um, we have some serious issues in this country right now. And what you just mentioned, us in fighting, you know, with each other is, is a big problem, but that's kind of what they, they want us to do. Um, and, they're going to continue having us do this. But I, I want to speak more specifically to like our infrastructure. You know, we've got eyes, interstates, uh, we've got fucking bridges, um, toll, not tollways, but the fucking, um, like, what the fuck do they call those bridges? One of them goes up to let the boat through and one of them goes and like splits you're talking about like a drawbridge but i don't know what the fuck they call that yeah but i i almost said drawbridge but i thought that was only over a moat anyway you know we've got those that aren't fucking working properly all over the country and our tax money should be going to fix this infrastructure because bridges are falling apart i think it was in missouri where a huge fucking chunk of the overpass fell off and like smashed a car underneath, you know, on the underpass part. Why are they spending $3.15 trillion in six fucking months and that stuff is still happening? They don't, I mean, the shit of it is they don't need the tax dollars to do that. They can just... They can create the money to create the market because that's going to create that's going to move money around. I mean, that's going to stimulate an economy when you create those big uh, public, Job, public yeah. works projects. You know, you just have to create the situation. I mean, this isn't the you don't have a lot of kids that want to do jobs like this right now. But these kids need to fucking get their heads out of their asses and understand that if you don't have a fucking civil society, you don't have fucking roads to drive on. You don't have a fucking uh, and you don't a light rail. You don't have schools to go to. You don't have a fucking functioning structure that allows you to have mail go from one place to another. You, there's a lot of things that you need in terms of public works to make those things possible. Fuck yeah. I mean, I get your point about the the, the the tax dollars, but no matter what, this money should be going towards making sure that we have an infrastructure that is functioning. And Railroad the, tracks, yeah. all of that shit. And you like. I I'd mentioned in a previous show when you go to China, like I, I when when I went north, we, we we land in Chengdu and we go up north to that fucking Yellowstone place. I'm telling you, like 13 fucking tunnels that were like Eisenhower, you know, and and like you see like the the high speed train, like when you go because I I saw it come through through where Chengdu it wasn't finished at that point, but uh, the something 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 in Belt Initiative. There's something to where they're trying to create these ways to get to get all across Asia and they're doing the same thing in Africa right now. Like these motherfuckers are so greedy inside the United States at the top of it. They're not, there's no long-term vision to where, 
I mean, if somebody fucking came and started, because at some point in time, I know I'm going in way too many different tangents, but at some point in time, the shit that, the, the, the conflict that we keep sowing throughout the world, that chicken's going to come home to roost at some point in time. And the only way that you're going to be able to negotiate a conflict like that is that have an infrastructure functioning to where you can get things from one place to another. And right. you got a fucking bridge that's fallen on your head because you're, you're so fucking selfish and so short-sighted that you don't even want to think about why you need to have that in place so that you have like the infrastructure and you have the civil society that has, has benefited from what you've provided to it, that they want to fight on your behalf. People are, they're, they're unhappy. They're cynical. They're the, the, the emotional connection that people maintained in the United States coming out of the Great Depression into World War II was very unique. Everybody was ready to fight because there was a country, you know, you felt like it turned its back on you, and then all of a sudden, it it, it reached out to you in a way that it that, that made people feel pride and uh, a desire to, to 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 commit to certain acts. Well, that and even gone. even with the depression, though, we had that thing back then where. Every generation that followed was doing better than the one previously. That is no longer the case. Um, And and some of it, you know, you said no kids are going to want to do this job. Well, you know what? Fuck those kids. I know that there are probably some adults that would like that job. And if there's not, then there's a, regardless of age, there's a fucking shitload of Central and South Americans that would do that job in a fucking heartbeat. Um, but the Republicans all want them to go back to Mexico. So, and that's literally what they say, despite the fact they're from Central and South America. Right. <laughs> <laughs> go back to Mexico. Well, I'm from, I'm from El Salvador, motherfucker. Jinga. Yeah. So, I, I wanted to cover some other stuff just because I thought we should mention it to our listeners. And I don't want to just constantly sound like I'm bitching and moaning and complaining about stuff. So, bitching on the short bus. here's some stuff that also is taxes, but it's not on the, on the federal level. So... I don't know what states everybody lives in, and you guys might be from another country, so you have no fucking idea what we're talking like about Indiana anyway. Or the Philippines? Shout out. But, <laughs> yeah, for those two listeners, <laughs> one in each. UK. I Actually, I think, we yeah, we do have or, some, yeah. but those guys pay a shitload of taxes. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, like, the tax rate is in the Philippines. Um, Your guess is as good as mine. I'm guessing that's a pretty good chunk of change, but I don't know for sure. Um, So the taxes that we're talking about for the most part are what we've been talking about with regard to, you know, federal spending. That's the income tax or corporate tax or not corporate tax. But um, you also generally spend or have a state income tax. Here's something that's kind of cool. If you live in one of these nine states, or maybe you want to move to one of these nine states. Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming do not have an income tax. 
Now, here, I thought you don't like Texas. Why would you say a good thing about Texas? Oh, I was just mentioning it because it's one of the nine. Um, and, well, I don't like Texans. Texas is okay. Um, That's great. Now we lost our two, <laughs> now we lost our two listeners from Texas, motherfucker. So, so I think a lot of people think automatically that because there's no income tax, they're going to save a shitload of money. But like we talked about in the the first part, um, they're going to try to get the money from you any way they can. So generally speaking, in these states where there is no income tax, they're going to get you on sales tax. Right. Like Florida has... Like tolls every other fucking road, toll road in Florida, and they're were they on? They're fucking everywhere. Yeah, um, but they're everywhere in Massachusetts too. And Massachusetts has an income tax. I think most places east of Colorado have shitloads of toll roads. I mean, Kansas has a bunch. Oklahoma, which I don't understand how they can do that in a lot of cases because they're putting tolls on. Like I seventy, I eighty, okay. and those are federal highways. Yeah. So how the fuck can a state just throw up a fucking booth and say you got to pay? Yeah, I don't understand. Well, somehow or another, they the have legal to allow structure them, of allow it allow them to defer to that that to a state. I mean, states' rights is becoming. I mean, as the Roe v. Wade like uh, judgment clearly shows, state rights positions are. Pretty yeah, right but the fucking Department of Transportation or the Transportation and Safety, whatever the fuck they are, at the federal level, still pays states to maintain because you don't see any federal trucks driving along the eyes, mm-hmm. but they give states money to maintain those. Now, the old highways, you know, the ones that are black and white signs like US 6 or US 36, yeah, like Route 66, 40, 40 uh, Route 666, which they changed the name of to like 92 because Navajos thought it was bad. Navajo, Christians Navajo. thought it was bad because um, it was just from basically Gallup down to like. It was Route 666. Was it? Yeah. From uh, from Gallup down to, I can't remember, somewhere in Arizona. But they changed it. I can't remember. It's US 92 or 97, something, something stupid. Anyway, I don't think that they pay for those roads anymore because the interstate system was supposed to... The plan of it, yeah, allegedly. Right. Um, but if they're taking federal money then I still don't understand the toll thing. But whatever, except for the fact that they try to get money from us any way they can. The uh, royal they. Yeah. They, them. Now, I know it is a, a law in Colorado that when they build a toll road, as soon as the project has been paid for, the toll goes away. But... What they've figured out is, well, we're just going to put another fucking length of road on, and that way it's never paid for. So they just keep fucking building and yeah, building. Or at an expressway or... Right. 
or a fucking exit ramp or <laughs> some bullshit. So they they definitely try to get them. But if you don't want to pay income tax and you think you can get around the sales tax thing, move to one of those nine states. Now, there are a total of five states that have no statewide sales tax. So my guess is you're still going to have a sales tax like Oregon is one of them. So if you're in Portland and you run into the 7-Eleven, my guess is you're going to pay a Portland sales tax, mm -hmm. but not an Oregon, Oregon sales tax. tax. Yeah. Uh, Montana is one of them, Delaware, New Hampshire, and Alaska. So Alaska, because they were on the fucking income tax one too, right? Yeah. So they don't have income tax or sales tax. That must have something to do with all that fucking oil money that they yeah. got. Well, because you they get paid dividends on the oil money. Yeah. They too, so, which is fucking weird as shit. Well, there's only fucking, what, 500,000 people in the whole state, yeah. if that? It's not, it's, it's not a giant population, that's for sure. So they can afford to kick everybody a dividend. Maybe um, Sarah Palin should have used her dividends for her presidential campaign. You should use it to fucking light the fucking dim bulb in her head, dude. Maybe she can just yell across the fucking channel and ask Putin You know, she for was help. really Trump before Trump. Like, I was listening to something the other day, and I was like, God, how did I not? She really was, like, just the dipshittery. And and she has, it, she's kind of like that, uh, what, what uh, idiot savant. Like, she would, but Trump is much more. People are still paying her for speeches on shit, dude. Really? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think they have to be because she's behind a podium and they still have her from time to time doing, like, sound bites. I don't know where they get the sound bites. Maybe it's all old shit and I'm just out of my mind and you don't know. Dumber than a fucking box of rocks, dude. Yeah. I'm not sorry. <laughs> not, <laughs> not even just I'm not a sorry. Bit. I'm not sorry, Sarah Palin. <laughs> All right, so let us know what you think about taxes, sales, income, property, whatever. I imagine probably you think most of the same things that I hear every time somebody walks up at the post office and sends a fucking tax payment and certified. Fucking government, fucking government, fucking government. It's like a fucking broken record. I pay your salary. Yeah, I love that one. That's when I want to give them a fucking right cross right across their head. You don't pay my salary. Stamps pay my salary. Look it up. Um, what what did we miss? I mean, obviously we missed a lot because we didn't get real deep into how stuff is financed. And well, at some point in time in the future, like if we could like take like the way that uh, taxes and bonds like the way that that sort of like balancing mechanism comes into play that might be something that would be good to do in the future because to just say that uh like all the stuff that i was saying about how you can't think about it as a as a household i mean and and to bring in the inflation side of it because obviously uh one of the points that you brought up and we kind of moved through it really quickly um is that Nobody's saying, and none of the MMT crowd, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, like I said, I'm a Marxist, but I, 
I don't agree with MMT, but I do agree with some of the, the things that they, they bring up, but um, it's important to, to see how these different, like uh, how selling bonds relates to creating taxes and, and how you have to be careful when you're creating these flows in and out to where you're not pushing too much money into a system to where inflation goes crazy. Um, and like, honestly, when you think about the economy and you think about these inputs and these outputs, like it's the most complicated thing in the history of, of our existence, you know? So uh, to put taxes in a larger context where it's not just focusing on that one aspect of the political economy stuff, I think that'd be good to fuck with at a later point, but not not anytime soon, because I have to keep reading. Uh, no, I think we, we can and probably should. I think the one thing that I'm worried about is just like, because, you know, I mean, my accounting class was the most fucking boring class I think I've ever taken. Um, I, I don't want to get too far, especially since we're doing, you know, an audio podcast. I don't want to start talking about debits and credits and this is how this works. And if you, you know, plug A into B, then this is going to happen and whatever. What, what, what are you all interested in? What do, you, what do you want us to talk about? Is there anything you want us to talk about? <laughs> you want to come and talk to us about something? And uh, by the way, these the next two episodes, we're sticking to taxes, sort of. Um, <laughs> but we're doing in entertainment. So, yeah, like I, I referenced the. Uh, um, What's his name? The FBI guy. Um, the Untouchables. Untouchables. Yeah, we're going to do the Blues Brothers because I'm on a mission from God. Yeah. Know? The accountant with uh, Ben uh, Affleck, the autistic accountant. Yeah, there's a bunch of ways we can touch on taxes. We we were fucking around talking about it before, and we were like, how the fuck are we going to do this? And and I still don't completely know the answer. I mean, Darren just mentioned the three movies that we came up with, but... The only other thing I could think of was like talking about people that got their lives fucked over by the IRS, like Red Fox, Wesley Snipes, uh, Willie Nelson. Um, well, the list goes on and on. Nick Nicholas Cage, he didn't get fucked as bad as the other ones because yeah, he's still some, rich. Yeah, Wesley Snipes had a tough, tough road. Red Skelton got a, he had a tough road to hoe too. Red Fox or did Red Skelton yeah, get too. fucked too? He too? Yeah, he got in some deep shit from him. So yeah, I forgot about Red. Yeah, you were talking about Red Fox. Yeah, so I mean, we could do because Sanford and Son. That was Red Fox. Um, we're not gonna sing the Tax Man the Beatles song for you. That's not gonna happen. So, but we'll do the Red Fox. You know the taxes and entertainment. Uh, maybe we'll read some. Some of the tax code books. It'll too. be a hoot. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're at an hour and about 11 minutes. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm fast, brother. All right, dude. So, short bus debate club at yahoo.com. And we will catch you on the flip side.